And here are the categories for you. Civil servants. Stamps from around the world. Mothers and sons. Beer. Bar trivia. And finally, celibacy. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French art. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. You me over and I guess you thought I was all right. All right in the sort of a limited way for an off night. She said, don't I know you from the cinematographer's party? I said, who am I to blow against the wind? I know what I know. Sometimes I, I keep the music on because I'm enjoying it. Other times it's for practical reasons, like I'm trying to make sure I have the right game open or adjust my microphone that's falling down. So You're working hard over there, Drew. This is, this is one of those latter times. You know me, man. I'm old school. Ever since you see me, it's just a scrapbook and a pen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not exactly uh, like I'm sitting here in a very complicated matter. Just trying to bring up the right game to talk about because the worst thing you could do is... Uh, Ask a bunch of questions for stuff that nobody's going to be playing. So, you see that- me show up for a fantasy football draft the same way as I show up for the podcast. That's true. That's true. <laughs> a sheet just, of paper and a pen. You just all you need. Yep. You're just, it's like uh, playing Quizzo. Very very cool, calm, and collected. You got to have your brain. Got to have a stack all. of answer sheets and a pen. It's one of the things I say at every single game. By the way, welcome to the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, folks. Nick and Drew back with you for another week. Thirty-two, I believe. Podcast thirty-two. If you're keeping track. Uh, maybe even 33. I might be off. I don't I think remember. 32 sounds right, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but one of the things that I always say at every single, at the start of every single podcast is, or every single trivia game is don't use your phone. Your phone has the answer to every single question. Now, I've started to add something new, which is your phone can answer more questions than your spouse can about you. So that seems to get a, uh, <laughs> a I, I, would, I would highly say that, like, the ability to be slick with your phone doesn't work, folks. Okay? I'm just putting that out there. Every game I've ever had where a team's using their phone to get answers, I know. I know immediately, usually within two rounds, because you're getting stuff you wouldn't get. Oh, the greatest is when, like, a guy shows up, maybe him and his girlfriend, and they just go 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 to start the game, and I'm like, I've never seen you before. Don't know who you are. Ten people over here show up every week, and they're not, and they're getting, getting eights. Right, so but you and your girlfriend could figure it all out. Right, right, right. Okay, so let's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the you know, basically, I just my policy is I don't call people out for I being cheats. I had a cheats. team last week. This is, this is actually funny. You brought this up because okay. I haven't had a lot of 
cheats in no, no, a no. long it, time. Well, what I was getting to is that the yeah, games become very self-policing because the teams always sure. tell you who's doing what. They, they take it very seriously. So I always think of like uh, John Goodman in Big Lebowski. Over the line! Over the line, Smokey! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what we have at Quizzo. We got guys that are, you and know. The, everybody's watching the teams that win. Oh, like Hawks. So, like, a lot of times you get teams to come up and be like, they're on their phones. I'm like, they have 50 points and we're on round four. Don't worry about it. They're they're literally not I have a team now with a bounty on their head. We agreed as a venue uh, to increase the prize pool five bucks every week that this team doesn't win. So it's money shot. Okay, because they're dominating. They're, they, I mean, it's a, they're like the All Blacks of the New Zealand. Uh, now, do you have second place world. money at that? Yes, quiz? we do. All right, because that we makes have, it still fun. We have fifteen for else. second place, and now if you knock you them a off, prize rounds. They've, they've lost. Nah, but something to explore. The good thing about the prize rounds too is you can always work them into the rounds that that's their weak spot. Their weak spot. They don't really have any weak spots, unfortunately. For, yeah, well, for, for, for the like trivia world playing against them. There's so it's just a matter like of how well they do each week against themselves most of the time. But it's a team that, you know, 70, 80 point gap. But I'm saying this because I challenge any team come out Monday night, Brickhouse Tavern, Maze Landing, New Jersey. Every week this team doesn't win the prize pool, or the team, this team uh, doesn't lose, the prize pool goes up five bucks. And so now we're already at 15 uh, added to the normal 25 giveaway. So, you know, before you know it, could be up to 100 bucks that you could win. And oh, okay. So that, every time they win, it goes up five. That's correct. Okay. Every time right, they I win the game. That correctly. Yeah, every time they win the game, it goes up five bucks. So if so you knock them just, off, you're basically taking uh, Ben Stein's money. So th- this is just pretty funny because uh, last week, I'm not used to, I, like, sometimes my guard's down sure. because I'm doing the same games. I'm used to the same teams, and I'm not, you know, I know they don't cheat, so my guard's a little down. So anyway, last week, it was a Wednesday, and teachers' convention okay. it was Thursday, Friday. Right. So I think a bunch of people went out. And the kids didn't have school, or they didn't have school anyway. Of teachers always play on like holidays. So Sundays I had like double the amount like of people. The place was just you know a zoo. I wasn't paying attention. I let my guard down. So towards the end, somebody points out like they're on their phone every <laughs> time. So I'm like, all right, I know this one on their phone. Okay. So they come in with the bonus question. Now the bonus question was tough. Um, Which bonus? It was a geography. Oh, it was the ten most populated state capitals. Yep. Tough. Yeah. I mean, good teams. You get six, right? Tops. Right. Tops. Maybe tops. seven. I, I don't even think I saw anybody get seven. Yeah, there, there's seven gettable ones. There's three that are just like you. You got to be cheating to know that. Right. It, it almost doesn't make sense. Yeah, because you got to know all the state capitals, and then you got to know and do it all in five minutes. So anyway, long story short, they got eleven out of eleven because they put an extra one just in case. <laughs> I didn't miss one, so it's like just all right, a, all right. Come on, yeah. I you know get a couple of wrong. Try to fool me. Don't be no. so arrogant as to think that you can just guys. Come on, get ten out of ten on a question come like on. that. I'm not going to notice. Please, yeah. You, you want to see what that list is? That list I didn't is even ridiculous. I didn't even say anything to them. I just buried them in fifth place and never even mentioned the word. <laughs> like, That's right. Like, this, like, look, guys, so I, I don't know what to tell you. If you want to be ridiculous, uh, I'm going to be yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not going to call right you out back. in front of everybody, but nah, I'll just bury don't... in fifth, and please don't come up and ask why you guys uh, hey, I, th- I, thought, I thought we were going to win, and I, and you know what? They never do. Have you noticed that? They never well, come they up. Because know, they know that you know oh, at that point, I'm sure. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm curious if uh, how many you remember off of that list. Of oh, you're going to call me out on it right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, right, so, I don't uh, even have it, so it's Phoenix, uh, you're Boston, off, you're, Sacramento, you're, 
Nashville, Oklahoma City. That was like you, you got a couple of the most impossible ones. Uh, Oklahoma City. Like, oh, you, Austin. Yeah, Austin, Texas. Hmm. I got six. Let's see. <laughs> you got now, the six. I'm, now I'm feeling like, can I do it? Um, hmm. Columbus. Columbus, Ohio. I'm thinking of the ones that people got wrong, <laughs> too, in there. But uh, are things uh, drying up for me here? Oh, Denver? Denver, Colorado. Two to go. It's a big one. Man. <laughs> and I mean I just saw this list too. I mean I this is so uh, not it, fair. It's tough for those for but, those I mean, uh that's what I'm saying. This is this tough and did I say Nashville already? Yeah. I did. Yeah, I believe uh I believe it was my question that I asked and it was a couple weeks ago, so at this point. But um all right, so Phoenix, Indianapolis. Forgot Indianapolis yep. on there. Austin, Columbus, Boston. Yep. Denver, Nashville, Oklahoma City. Right. Atlanta. Okay, I forgot Atlanta. Sacramento. Okay. There you go. So, nailed it. But glad that 11th one <laughs> was thrown on this. Hey, just in case. Just a, You know, the best is when I know I can find a team cheating, and I'll ask a – all right, so there's a question that might be like a somewhat of a 50-50 style question or this, that, and the other, and I change it to reverse the question, right? Right. So that – it's hard to, to give you an example, but um, – like, I'll ask almost the exact same style question. So here's a good example. The question will be like, what celebrity's real name is Curtis uh, Samuel or Curtis Joseph, right? All right, so 50 Cent. Uh, 50 Cent, right. I'll ask the same style question. What celebrity's real name is? And I'll ask Jay-Z, right? 50 Cent. And the answer get <laughs> on the page becomes 50 Cent. The greatest of and all time And immediately was... I know you guys are stealing answers from a different game or you're the, quiz This was a real or... long time ago when it was before everybody had – Smartphones, sure. And I wasn't even really onto this that's, team. That's how long we've been doing this, guys. Ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was onto this. This I wasn't even onto this team. But you just had a suspicion. But I just changed a question, and I don't even know why. But I remember the question I had been asking earlier in the week was, "What's the company that uh, makes Major League Baseballs?" Yep. Which is Rawlings. And and just out of nowhere uh, on Wednesday, I changed. The, and I remember it was Wednesday because I remember the place I was at when this happened. I changed the question to like, you know, who was the last person to bat over four hundred in a major league season? And the answer was Rawlings. And they put Rawlings. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Dead. Dead as a doornail. I got you for life. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly where you... I, just, you I was dumb for... I, I look for those. Like, I look oh for those. When, I, when I'm suspicious, I try to play detective and try to figure it out. We'll yeah, we throw those fake hosts. questions in, too. Like, what yep, was yep. the name of this... Uh, uh, who wrote this autobiography? Yep. And we and said it, it Dennis does, Rodman. And right. we just it made it up. Exist. And right. then a team will put Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Yep. Yeah. 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 So that's 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 how we know, folks. That's how we know it happens. And we well, apologize. Now it's easier because we can take a picture of a team and say, we "Has anybody? Yeah, has anybody seen host. these guys?" And yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. So just kidding. so you know, like <laughs> you, there's a lot of ways the hosts are working behind our uh, your back to make sure the game's fair. And seriously, so. if you are spending your weekend nights cheating at trivia <laughs> to win a twenty five dollar, that was gift one card, of my lines too. I said, ways. if you really need a twenty five dollar gift card, come see me. I'll buy you a meal. I don't know what to say. I really don't. (laughs) don't. Let's get into actual trivia, and I'm going to ask you a uh, a question here. 
Uh, first one, I think it's actually a really hard question, and I, I don't know that I like leading off a quiz with a really hard question, but I'm curious how many people know it. Do you know which continent has an element name for it on the periodic table? Huh. And do you think that's something anyone's going to know? Doubt. I mean, unless you're a science. Well, uh, the reason professor. I like asking these is is twofold. Number one, finite number of choices, right? Yes, you're you going to have a, a, no, cha- you're gonna have a guess no matter what because you're right. going to put something. Yes. So I'm always in favor of those types of questions where even if it's hard, there's a pathway to an answer. Yeah. Well, a long time ago we decided to try to do as little multiple choice as possible because right. it kind of. Gauges when, down. When the answer's thrown in if your something's face, a number, it makes it much easier. It's cool if it's multiple choice, but when it's something I'd rather have a thought-provoking question than something that's... Yes. And, and 90% of the time, but only 90, because 10% of the time we do the opposite. The number of questions right, so I'm are gonna there throw to throw out... I'm just going to walk you through the process. I'm going to throw out North American and South American. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never heard it. That has so not that come on my radar. that leaves me with five. Right. And you were correct. Those are gone. Those okay. are out of the equation. Uh, so for no reason at all, I'm going to throw out Antarctica. There's no Antarctica game. Yeah, I just I feel like I would notice that spelling on the board. Yep. So I'm throwing that out. Out. Down to Australian. four. Australia. And then there were four. I'm just going to go with Europe. Yep. Got the right answer. Did I get I mean, it? Yeah. Asium. I mean, come yeah, on. yeah. I mean, Australium. But I really didn't have it. That's I just, funny though. But those are process funny of elimination. No. Europium. Yeah, it's process of elimination. Yeah, plus everything's Australia's discovered thing. in Europe. So, of course, they're going to be arrogant enough to name an element after their own continent. Yeah. Yeah, well, they had a head start on the rest of us. All right, you got one for me, and then I'll uh, keep going there. Yeah, dude, I'm absolutely loaded. Um, <laughs> That's great. No, seriously. You fi- we could, you we could fire be here until tomorrow with as much We're already 15 minutes in talking about cheaters and quizzo. So. <laughs> I just... Fire away, throw two at me, and then I'll give you two. Okay, so, uh... All right, multiple choice. Okay. Talking about the wealth of the world, the total wealth of the world, as it relates to the top 1%. Okay? Okay. Do you think the top 1% have 10%, 25%, or 50% of the total wealth in the world? Surprised it's not more than 50%, but yes, it's 50%. It is 50%. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not more than 50%. Did you see 50%. that? I did. It just got the 50.1. R- ridiculous. Yeah, that's kind of scary, isn't it? It's beyond scary. It's ridiculous. There's so much money on the sidelines the earning the world. money that doesn't go into use for anybody's benefit. It's just mind-boggling. I think it was mind-boggling they were able to come up with the number. There's $280 trillion of wealth in the world. That's just outstanding that they were able to... Just figure, like, that figure out. out how much wealth is there in the world. $280 trillion. Tell you, man, look at the Bitcoins. Look at what's gone on. If we had invested in Bitcoins 10 years ago... Be, I still I don't understand minds. Bitcoin. Yeah, I, 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 it, I do, and it's, oh, it's complicated. It's been explained to me. You've explained it to me a dozen times. Very I hard. still don't get it. It's very hard. But the point is, it's so expensive now to get involved in, and there's so much fear of a volatile of a crash, crash right. where you lose everything like instantly, and it's all gone. Plus the theft and this, that, and the other. I got a great movie script idea for Bitcoin as a premise. But uh, that's, well, right, that's have to for another. That to me later. Yeah, it's a Christmas in Malibu. We've talked about it before. It, it's, it, it all revolves around that. All right, so you crush me all on right. that. I'm going to kick, kick you quickly back here okay. to something. So, uh, do you know when the Great War ended? 
Do you know when the Great War sure, ended? Sure, on the eleventh day of the eleventh hour of the eleventh. You got you're not united. Well, no, the of the eleventh the eleventh minute of the eleventh hour of the eleventh day of, of the eleventh month. month. Right of nineteen it was 11, 11, 11, of 19, 11. 18. Right. All right. So we celebrate Veterans yes, Day, which World we War just I. did this past week. Right. Weekend. And uh, Britain calls it something else, but they have like a. Right. So, we called it the Great War until World War II two happened, and then we <laughs> right. renamed the it war World to war. end all wars until the next war. <laughs> uh, the next. So war. do you know what uh, China has instead of veteran? What do they celebrate on Veterans Day? Did, did, did you see this? Is it Mao Day? No, they call it Singles Day. Singles Day because it's eleven eleven. Oh, okay. So it's like one one slash one one. Okay. So Singles Day in China where they celebrate uh, being single, and <laughs> it, it's unrivaled in its uh, online shopping. Oh, huh. I mean these numbers are unbelievable. But Alibaba did twenty five billion dollars. For on Singles Day, I guess they treat it like their Black Friday. Oh, okay. So there's like <laughs> so to go out, celebrate being single, and buy stuff for yourself. Shopping holiday. The shopping okay. holiday. Okay. But in go. the first hour, they did like eight billion, and they did I think two billion in the first two minutes or something. That's insane. And that's not the only one that takes part. Like, there's another company, JD.com, that did $20 billion. I mean, it's... There's this, uh, this, this Chinese-American uh, comedian named Phil Neve a long time ago. He's one of the funniest dudes I ever saw. I'm surprised he never got more famous than he did. But he could, he's like, uh, I failed math. I had uh, the teacher come up to me and say, Phil, are you sure you're Chinese? <laughs> um, he goes, my whole life I hear about uh, America's apple pie. Uh, baseball is American as apple pie. You know, the... Uh, uh, you know, race cars, America's apple pie. I go to McDonald's, order an apple pie. Looks like an egg roll. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that guy. Yeah, I definitely had, remember that yeah, guy. He had a great. Uh, great well, you're the one that I was with. We were playing blackjack or but something he was like, one night. And... He goes, they opened up a China uh, McDonald's in China. This was the point of the joke. He goes, McDonald's in China. He goes, and their new slogan is two billion served every single day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So that was uh, tying it all together. Yeah, for we, you. we were at a blackjack table, and there was like an Asian girl playing blackjack, and. Maybe we had just busted out, and you're like, so we were kind of annoyed, and you're like, what is it with Asians and gambling? And she just <laughs> like, looked at you and goes, we like numbers. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> there it is. Uh, fair, fair enough. I didn't. I don't think I said it quite like so, that. You know yeah, I, mean? I, I wasn't trying to be offensive. I don't, I don't we were think you were trying to hit on her either. No, it was and, and, and like, we were uh, also in conversation. It was yeah. friendly for a while, so it wasn't like I right, was right, making, right, right. Uh, you know, let's, yeah. uh, let's yeah, not yeah, disparage yeah. me. So it was like, this girl had gotten on a bus from New York City to yeah, drive yeah. down and play $25 blackjack by right. herself, and it was like, What's, how what do you, you like what are you gambling doing? that much? Right, like, it's, well... Yeah. You like numbers? You like numbers. Okay. <laughs> End of story. Um, all right. I got an interesting one for you. Um, and and uh, it, it's it's actually one that I I could ask a bunch of different ways. And we've done the – one thing that I, I will say is trivia is a great thing because you could ask a question in two years the reverse way. And you're getting the theme, but you ask the question one way and you can go back the other way. So when you see like an old question, it's like – they ask something about this, but it's not the same question. Well, right, like I have different rules for different questions. If it's mm-hmm. something that are like, because obviously I can't give a thought provoking question ten times in a round, or we'd be there for five hours. Right. So you have to have some filler, of course. So when I ask something like, "How many bones in the human body?" Huh. Two hundred and six. Right? right. I can ask that every year. Sure. Because you're not going to remember. It's trivia one hundred and one. It's trivia one hundred and one. So those ones you can get away with, and they're kind of filler. You need hundreds and, and, of those. Yeah, you need. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, plus, you got new teams coming in all the time. You got new. But what do you ask me about a, a 
element that's named after Europe. A, I can't ask that. You again. can't ask that yeah, again yeah. because we all sat around, we talked about it, it's we over. crossed things up. You can't, can't go back. But to this it. is an example of a question that I've asked both ways, and I think it's you. You can. It doesn't always register, but it's a good example of of one of those questions you can reverse. So, an affair to remember inspired what Tom Hanks movie? Right. This I know. Okay. Sleepless in Seattle. That's correct. Right, because the scene on the uh, the, the you got Empire it. State Building. Scene on the Empire State Building. Right. So you could ask that question. You know, what movie was Sleepless in Seattle with Tom Hanks based on? Yes. And and two years from now, and a fair to remember. Much you, tougher question. Right. There's Actually. no question. So like mm-hmm. two years ago, I think we asked that question the reverse way. Mm-hmm. Now, after recognizing that it was a much yeah, harder so that's question, a, that's a two or three year you can get away with. Right. Something so, like just that. a good example. I'm trying to give people insight as to how we come up with questions and how they find their way back into the game in a different way. Sure. So that's uh, one way to go. All right. Uh, you want to throw another one back at me before we move on to sports? Or yeah, this uh, is a little bit of a talking point we could get at. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. How am I going? All right. I'll start. I'll start it like this. This is opening lines from novels. Okay. All right. And that's sort of the talking point I wanted to go to. Let not me see my, if you know this. Not one. my strong suit. So renowned curator. Jacques Saltier staggered through the archway of the museum's grand gallery. Is the opening line to what novel? Okay, so um, the Da Vinci Code. Yes, correct. Yep. All right, good one. So well, I was going to throw it. To, I gonna, read it. So <laughs> generally speaking, I if I've read with, it, I'll get it. But all right, so I came up with two, and okay. that was it. When I thought of the, what are the most famous. Opening it was the best line. of times. It was okay. the worst of times. Got to be number gotta be, one. Uh, that was, and, and then I see if you got my number two also. And I was wondering if we the could. The Great Gatsby. What's the opening line of that? That has something, something pretty cool. Is it? I don't remember. Oh, right. is it something about Daisy? I don't know. Uh, opening line to the Great Gatsby. That's why we have the internet. If it's folks. something about Daisy Buchanan, we can do I it. Remember that line, but thirty great opening lines in literature. The Great oh. Gatsby. So this is a good list. Yeah, great. That's what I was getting at. Because <laughs> pastors, we'll do some we've, kind of a. We've bonus. noticed your ad blocking. Please enable ads on this site for you to see this content that we've developed. And the, the, the second one I had is not like it's some kind of great line. It's nothing like the best of times, the worst times. It's just most known. Like that was sort of what I was sure. Most famous opening lines. In my younger and more vulnerable years, my father gave me some advice that I've been turning over in my head ever since. Whenever you feel like criticizing anyone, he told me, just remember that all people in this world haven't had the advantages that you've had. I probably would have gotten it if you had read it, but I wouldn't have been able to what's, come what's, up uh, with it. What's Holden Caulfield's opening in... Uh... You got me, man. You I got me. I don't, I don't know, know either. I have no idea. All right, well, the other one I was thinking of was, uh, you could call me Ishmael. Sure. Call me Ishmael. Moby Dick. Well, call me Ishmael, yeah. Yeah, call me Ishmael. Yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah. Moby just Dick. call me Ishmael. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Moby Dick is... Uh, that's Those were the two that jumped novel. out yep, as the right. most that's, known opening. I, I don't disagree. I'd like to go through this list at some point, but Gatsby yeah. ranks number nine. Okay. What's one and two? Um, going Best all of times, over. worst of times. Got to be number I, one. How, how could it not be? Uh, Pride and Prejudice, Jane Austen. That you lost me. I, I it is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of good fortune must be in want of a wife. I, I definitely knew that one. Anna Karenina, number two, Tolstoy. All happy families are alike. Each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. Good one. Tale of Two Cities, Charles Dickens. Number three. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Number three. Uh, 
George Orwell. It was a bright, cold day in April, and all the clocks. I know that were one. Nineteen eighty-four. Nineteen eighty-four. So that's number four on the list. Number five, uh, Sylvia Plath, "The Bell Jar." It was a queer, sultry summer. The summer they were electrocuted, the Rosenbergs, and I didn't know what I was doing in New York. Uh, Huck, Huck Finn, Huck Finn. You don't know about me without you have read a book by the name of The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Well, I would get that. But thing. that ain't no matter. The book was made by Mr. Mark Twain. He told the truth, mainly. Yep, that one I would know. Yep. Uh, Catcher in the Rye, number seven on the list. That was yours, Holden Caulfield. If you really want to hear about it, the first thing you'll probably want to know is where I was born and what my lousy childhood was like. I would have gotten uh, it in lousy childhood. <laughs> Uh, they have uh, Wide Saragossa Sea, which I'd never heard of before, by Gene Reese. Okay, good for you, Gene. Great Gatsby. Number nine. We already established that. And The Go-Between by L.P. Hartley. Never heard of it. All right. Well, there you go. According to some... Tough list. Tough list. To the Telegraph, those are the ten greatest opening lines in literature history, folks. Uh, move on to sports. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll save some of that other stuff for... Uh, you want to know the newspaper founded in 1889 by Charles Dow and Edward Jones? Dow Jones? Uh, Wall Street Journal? Wall Street Journal. Dow Jones. I figured. You know, I didn't. I never realized, like, knowing Edward Jones for so long, and of course, Edward you know, Jones. Buddy, for, yeah, yeah. I never realized Edward Jones was the Jones. Yeah. From Dow Jones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I would have come to that pretty quickly once I heard Dow Jones. So, um, all right. Uh, I don't really have any more general knowledge. No, so no, let's, go ahead. Let's, let's just go to sports. Uh, what NBA player is nicknamed the Unicorn, Nick? What NBA player's nickname is the Unicorn? Hmm. Nothing I like more than getting you on a sports Well, uh, It stinks, too, because I know I know it. I know I know it. I know I've heard this, and I remember not making a link to it in my head. And here I am. The Unicorn. I, I do want to play this. I'm going to give a shout out to my man, Mike Rappaport. Listen to this. Okay. They drafted who? Who the fuck is I don't this? know. This cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. Who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> Does that give you a clue at all as to who that was? Yeah, it's Porzingis. <laughs> Chris Sops, Porzingis. Yeah. As soon as he, as soon as he, we draft him. <laughs> That's one of the best clips of all time. Oh, yeah, man. The Knicks we fans were going. And that was a great draft. And, it's just the and, best. He was a great draft, and he's easily the best yeah. player that came yeah, out of it. was like, they got who? <laughs> who? <but? laughs> <laughs> I remember when I heard that. I was just like, this guy. Dying. Oh, and I, I don't even know where I heard that before. I get to talk to that guy every week. Yeah. <laughs> As you can imagine, he's got opinions. Uh, but go check out the uh, Michael Rappaport podcast. He does it every single week. I am Rappaport at Twitter. So shout out to you. I'm sure he needs uh, my, my recommendation. He's like the third ranked. Uh, <laughs> third Is he ranked. really? Yeah, he's, he's high up there. Wow. He, gets, he gets like a million, million plus. Um, all right. You got one for me. And uh, I, I definitely have one that I want to get out there for you. All right, Can you tell two, me the actually. only pitcher. Let's see if you remember this. With 200 career wins and 150 saves, he's the only pitcher with 200 career wins. John Smoltz. Yeah. Yep. Hey, you know what's funny? I saw that and I completely forgot Smoltz was Converted a closer. closer. For, for 150 saves. Dude, I mean, he won, that's a, he won the World Series for the Braves as a closer, 
after Did he, he really? Or, I th- or, he was a closer on that team. He was a. He had some. I, I mean, I have to go look up the years he had, but like he was a dominant. Did the, was closer. it ninety six that the Braves won it? They won one year in the nineties. Yeah, like, with all that talent, yeah, they only just, won one time. Um, no, no, they didn't win ninety six. It was ninety seven. They must have won because the Yankees won in ninety six, ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, it was definitely the the one year. But uh, let's let's see. Yeah, so if they won it, they won in ninety seven. He was a closer in ninety seven. So no, he was a starter. Yeah, yeah. that was still was him and Glavin and Maddox. He, st- all right, so here's years. his career: eighty eight to ninety nine. Right, major league starter. Okay, right. And so he, had, he had a year wins. He in, was on in 96. He had a year. He was 24 and 8 mm-hmm. in 96. Just Cy absolutely year? dominant. Yeah. You want to say Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no question. They got it highlighted, so I assume that's what, uh, yeah. what it is. Okay, so 99, uh, then injured in 2000, came back as a closer and played from 2001 until 2009. Jeez. And had a 35-save year. And a 32, 33, 35, 32 save year. Jeez. So he played eight more years? As a closer. Wow. Yeah, so he had like two completely separate. So he never, I mean, that's a guy that could have won 300 games converting to a closer. Yeah. He is. Unheard of. There's nobody else who's done that. No. Nobody else has had two careers like that where you pitched a 20 uh, year career. Out, was it Hoyt Wilhelm? Huh. Check okay. him out for me. I, I could that. be. I love that name. Totally off, but for, for some reason, I'm remembering that he. There's definitely a point where it looks like he went from a starter to a closer because, like, starting in 1969, and they didn't even have closers back then. They were yeah, relief really. pitchers. But but 69 until 72 looks like it was all relief. For okay, a whole bunch of teams. But prior to that, he was know. the guy that came to my mind. Is the yeah, guy he that... had a seven and seven year, five two, eight and three, four and four. How Might many have... wins in his career? Uh, total? Yeah. So his total wins was 143. Okay. Total losses, 122. So he never got to 200. He never got to 200 wins. Yeah, 21-year career. So Smoltz, John Smoltz. But I knew that. I did did know that just because I was very very impressed with his career. I hate the Braves, and I hated those Braves teams, so I just blocked. I completely blocked that up. Was he on a team that won a championship, not the Braves? No, 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 because he was on the 2009 Boston Red Sox. And he was on Toronto in 2009, and he was on St. Louis in 2009. So three different teams in 2009. And what are the... Did you say St. Louis? Yeah. Well, who won the championship in 2009? The Giants? Finished first in the NL schedule. St. Louis finished first in the league, but uh, I don't think they won the... The World Series in 09. Well, did he end the, the season with the cards? Looks like end, that. End of the season. Yeah, it looks like he did. Who knows? All right. Well, you know, we'll, we'll keep here. Yeah, I don't remember him winning a cha- all day. I don't remember him winning a championship. looking up random facts, which is probably not the best way to run radio. Got to keep it moving. So, all right. Well, we wanted to get some of that information out to you. Uh, nonetheless, um, I know you know the answer to this question. Threw this in there for the first time. What sporting events are run by the PRCA, Nick? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I could still sometimes I wake smell up and it. smell it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the PRCA is, is the rodeo. That's right. The Pro Rodeo uh, Cowboy Association. 
And uh, for those of you who are not familiar with our backstory here, a long time ago we owned a company that did a lot of interesting things in the entertainment world. And um, even though we thought we were going to be on the road with NASCAR, we ended up on the road doing some rodeo gigs with ESPN <laughs> and spending 10 days living in our production trailer outside of the UNLV uh, Thomas and Mack Center, sure. home of the Pro Rodeo Finals. Um, or Pro Finals Rodeo. It was the Pro Rodeo Finals. Oh, yeah. It was, so it was... Uh, National Finals Rodeo. There you That's go. That's what it was. That's what it the was National called. National Finals, Finals Rodeo. Rodeo. Uh, and we were always like, why isn't it called the National Rodeo Finals? I was like, no. Nationals fi- National Finals Rodeo. Yeah, it was the most bizarre thing ever. I mean, you, you, just, you pull up to Thomas and Mack, and there's an RV on the stairs. Yeah. And we lived there for 14 for ten days. days. Well, 10 days of the Of, of the, the rodeo, rodeo, but 14 plus, days total of yeah. setup time and yeah. everything else. And, like, and you below go, well, us. How do you have a rodeo in downtown Las Vegas? You do, folks. They the, do. They just they put all the animals. In the parking lots next <laughs> the to this trailer. Next to... So we would be able to overlook this overpass, and it'd be cows and bulls as far as the eye could see below us, and horses and just... The manure smell physically made it up. Sure. Uh, oh, no. I mean, it smelled oh, like the horses and cows and uh, like you were. That's but, what it smelled like. I'll tell you like. what, man. There was an in and out burger around the corner from there. So. <laughs> now, the most brutal thing was, I, I don't know if you remember this, but. Um, I still have the Barry Manilow chip I won, by the way. Oh, wait. We stayed there year one. Yes. Year two, we stayed at the Hilton. Hotel. Yeah. We, we learned our lesson. Yeah, we went to the Hilton. We, we showed up at work, but we. So, for some reason, I, this was. Years ago, and I was just getting into like hibachi at that time. Oh, I love hibachi! And we had a Benihana. Oh yes, at did. the Hilton. I do. That closed every day at ten o'clock. And we got done. <laughs> and at it opened nine, at four. Yeah, nine fifty, yeah. and we had to be there. At so every day we get home at eleven o'clock, starving, and you go in the elevator, and there's like the Benihana picture with all that. Delicious. And we couldn't eat there once. <laughs> We didn't get there once. But remember, after day five, we found that Japanese place that stayed open till midnight. Okay. Remember? It was yeah, in like a different just, shopping was, center. I, just I was every like, day going, ridiculous. Oh, man, that Benny Hanna was close. Like Rick always wanted to go to the Pink Taco. That was his place. Was we, did go, we did yeah, go to the Pink times. Taco. No, we ate well. We ate, we ate a lot oh, of those Oh, no, we, we did eat well. Year yeah. one, the greatest was uh, we went to Sizzler every day. Oh, Sizzler. Because year one, we and, pretty much and, had and to and leverage out. all of the money we had in to order to names. make all this money we were going to make. Right. So, like... So, we're struggling against Sizzler. We, we're, we're looking. So it's like, you know, your daily food budget of fifteen dollars, and you go to Sizzler. They give you three thirty in the afternoon. We'd eat there for like two and a half hours. <laughs> it was the whole work. days of eating, but you got a steak and all you could eat shrimp. Yeah, you would just starve till three o'clock yeah. and then Sizzler. Yeah. And oh, remember like, that time we went for a five ninety nine steak and we had best. to wait in line for what was that Binions? Yeah, Binions. Yeah, that's like right. Five ninety nine, and it was like mignon. midnight to six a.m. Remember? Yeah. We're like, it was what? like, how's filet mignon? Five ninety nine. We get there. There's two hundred people, people in line, line. and we're starving. And it's midnight, <laughs> and they're all lined up to eat their fillet for six bucks. Ah, oh, man, good times. Good times. <laughs> all right. Uh, so rapid fire. I don't want to discuss it at all, but I just want to see how quickly uh, you can get the answer to this. In the famous Abbott and Costello sketch, who plays first? What player plays third base? All right. This has been one of those endless. Trivia questions. There's tons of you know you could make it's tons like how many of tri- rules in Fight Club? I mean you <laughs> could make tons of. Uh... Yeah, you can make uh, nine. Right. <laughs> Who's on first? All right. I don't want to get this wrong, but I don't want to waste any more time with it. I want to say what? No, nope. I was hoping you would just say I don't know. 
because that's the I don't answer. know who's on third. I don't know who's on I third. I wasn't. I wasn't going to get it. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> I figure that's a funny. You yeah, know, that's a funny one to put because yeah. if you're putting, I don't know, it's one of the few times you I know what position's not mentioned. There's only one. Right field. Right field. You got yep. it. I sort. I sort of just read over that whole thing when I was doing that question there. So, um, all right, I uh, got one more for me, and then we'll. Yeah, uh... I got Father of the Year for you. <laughs> <laughs> Father Lonzo of the year, Ball. Lavar, Lavar. Yeah, yeah, but but Little Ball got like oh, yeah. busted See, for you, shoplifting in China. You get yourself busted for shoplifting in China, you get yourself in the quiz. That's yes, how sir. It works. <laughs> okay, so you got some some uh, yeah, two for ten, all three for twenty. Name the three guys yeah. that got busted. No, uh, no, give me Lavar Ball's sons. Oh, okay, so Lonzo, uh, gimme. That's a gimme. Uh, Levon. 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 <laughs> That's a song you like. Levon. <laughs> Levon likes his basketball. You got they're all, they all I, begin I with the letter L. Yeah, uh, it's just gonna get bad to worse. I don't know the other two. You didn't catch the kid that got popped. I know it was L Ball. Leangelo. There you go. Because that's a cool name. And the kid is Lamelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did remember Lamelo. That's right, Lamelo. Yeah, Lamelo like already has a shoe deal. Good for you. Oh, wait. No, the dad has the shoes. I don't know. He's already got yeah, He something. made his own shoes. I can make my own shoes, too. I, I, saw, the, I saw the little one on a commercial. I don't know. I, I am so not a fan of that dude on any level whatsoever. I just love how like arrogant he is about So th- this is a um, this is an interesting follow-up. Let's move on to geography history All for, right. the sa- for the sake of time. Yeah, I'm loaded there, too. So. Yeah, we got, we got some good stuff. I asked this last week, and this is one where I kind of love getting questions where I ask a question. And the entire audience says the wrong, same wrong answer. No, it's my favorite. That, that, I feel like a champion. <laughs> I mean, if it's a true or false, no, and no, I've no, got no, five no. teams, that's, and they all put the wrong one, I, I do like that, too. Talking about a question that I phrased a certain yeah. way, and it got Leads a them all response the same. to the same yeah. wrong spot. So the sure. question was... The ultimate with that was the question about... Uh, Jarvis Landry that you had. Oh yeah, everybody. Like, what Odell LSU quarter? Oh, I <laughs> wrote them right in. It was like Odell Beckham. Right in. Nobody well, would get that. You right. know, the interesting thing is like Beckham actually had more per game, like more of a. Right, but he missed the first half. Of that's right. He missed four games. So they yeah. were racing, but at the point when that question answered was asked, uh, Beckham was sitting out. It was week right, one, I think we asked. Plus, and, and Landry Landry's was, like the king of nine catches for 45 yards. Like, how does best. he get so many catches and so few yards there, there and never game, scores? There was a game here where uh, Parker got, uh, I think it was like three for 87, and Landry had nine for 65 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Um, like, does he just fall down as soon as he catches the ball? So th- the question I had on my mind was last week we asked uh, the Greek uh, historian Herodotus, Right, one of my favorite guys in the whole world described what ancient wonder of the world as being fifty-six miles long, and like to a man, everyone put the Great Wall of China. <laughs> it was all like all I saw: Great Wall of China, thousands of miles. Right, long. not only that, but like, where would the Greek historian Herodotus get travel to, to the Great China. Wall of China? Even that, wouldn't right. you have heard of like the travels to the Great Wall of China? Right. So it it just you know that was. Uh, but the answer was uh, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Sure. So I'm going to ask you, who built them? I think I know this. And it's, I'm going to give you a second clue if you uh, want it. Yeah, isn't it the name of uh, Morpheus's ship? In I believe it is. And, and on top of that, it's also the name of a counting, or not a counting crow, I'm sorry, a black crow song. 
Uh, so it's King Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. That's absolutely right. The second. Yeah. The second. You know? I, mean, I was, uh, was going to throw that. I was going to throw yeah, that. I, I would never take off if a team came up with Nebuchadnezzar. I'm not taking off for the second. Well, it's, it's very clear. Like if there's a Henry, you got to go with the numbers because right. they're known as the numbers. But yeah. when it comes yeah, to Montezuma, Nebuchadnezzar, I'm going to go easy yeah. on you because, like, you know, what are you going to do? All right, right, throw one back at me, and then I'll uh, give you a little bit more. All right, what's the fifth largest city in North America? What is the fifth largest city in North America? San Jose. You could do this, man. You, you could, could do, do this. You could do this, man. All right, so New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. You know, All right, so those are the big three in the U.S., right? Right. So then are we counting, like, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth? In North America. Oh, you got the big three in the U.S. Mexico City, Mexico City's four, Toronto. and Toronto's there five. Go. Okay. There you go. I thought you could uh, yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, <laughs> I, I, no I thought we yourself. were. I thought we were just in the United States, and then I That's remember right, North like America. Five and six are like now you're getting like San Jose is bigger than like I don't even know. There's metropolitan areas that you have. To, All right, so four is Houston, five is okay. Philly. There you go. Or five might be Phoenix now. Philly and Phoenix were fighting it out. Five and six, but yeah, North America top five are good. I like that. That's that's fantastic. You should be able to come up with those, uh, I would guess. All right, this is a good one. I thought this was, you know, one of those things that I couldn't even believe. I was like, really? That, that's still a thing? But apparently it is. There's one remaining European territory in South America. What is it? French Guiana. Yeah, bingo. Right on that. Big fan of French Guiana. The French were just like, you know what? We're just keeping you. Everybody else that got their own country, not well, you. Well, didn't they need it because they used it as a penal colony, right? Oh, yeah. I like mean, that's Papillon. How, that's, that's how everything starts. I read that starts. book, Papillon. And yeah, yeah, that's how everything starts. But now it's like butterfly. It's, it's sort of, uh, you know, sort of self-governed. Like Devil's Tower or something? That's Devil's right. Tower? Yeah, it's crazy stuff. But uh, I, I find that fascinating, like when a, a country is able to – just like things like Monaco – like, they're able to hold out despite the European powers surrounding them. Well, because they made a deal with France. Well, sure. So as soon as there's that, no heir, that's... Yeah, but and is there an heir? I don't think there is right now. I have no idea, but it doesn't matter. That's the point. There's still... I mean, it's 2017, and we're still having the conversation. World War II would have... You know, like, the Nazis could have gone and been like, Monaco, you're ours now. And then France could have been like, yeah, that whole deal... Yes, that's, that's off. You know what I'm saying? Like, Spain's in that situation now where you got, like... There was a scene from Frost Nixon I remember I loved about Monaco. And it was, like... I wonder, was it, like, Nixon met his daughter's husband or something for the first time? And he was, like, talking about something. And he's like, you want some advice? Move to Monaco. Great advice. No income tax. Yeah. Well, I I was looking at property today in Monaco, daydreaming, right? <laughs> yeah. So you want they no have income most, tax? Well, they have one of the most beautiful football stadiums in the world and a great club, and I would love to get a line with them for you know for what we're doing because they develop young talent better than any club in the world. Really? Oh, dude, they bought a guy named uh, uh, Kylian Mbappe for two point four million dollars from a second league French team. Okay, one year later, he became like the third best player in Europe. And was sold to Paris Saint Germain for a hundred and eight million dollars. Nice, good investment. <laughs> you think? And he was seventeen when they bought him, and eighteen when they sold him. Wow. So, you know that club knows how to do what they're doing, and and it's just a beautiful stadium right on the water. Um, and the cheapest apartment I could find, and it was like a dump. it wasn't a dump. It was just a nice oh, boring a studio. Dollars. Yeah, three and a half. Million. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't get in there for three and a half mil. Anything? Yeah, anything close. Oh, uh, you want something easy or you want something tough? I don't care. 
Challenge me if you must. Okay. I was going to ask you what did Kennedy stockpile on the eve of the Cuba trade embargo. <laughs> That's just fun. I just, yeah, I'm just yeah. pointing out what a, you know. Some of nobody them can have Cuban cigars. Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, nobody can have any Cuban cigars, but I'm going to load up on bring, over yeah, here. Yeah, bring the boat. I just like to point that out. Yep, I like that. It's a good one. All right, I want to give you this one. Okay. Within 10 years, this is easy. I mean, you'd think this would be a wide range. Within 10 years in e- either direction, what year did uh, General Patton, was he born? General Patton was born in what year? I'll give you, tell you within 10 years in either direction. So okay. It's a wide, wide margin. All right. So, 1878. You got it. Yeah? 1885. Hey, I'm in the range. Seven years, you got it. Well, all right, I figure... I was shocked at how old this dude was. Well, I, he was sixty years old. I—that's exactly where I started. I said, "Oh, they okay. call him old blood and guts." Right. When I but, picture him in World War II in 1940, he already looked old. I, I thought he, he was like 45. Like, yeah. I, what 60. I did was I started at 55. There, I figure 55 is a good base, and then I worked backwards okay. from you know there. And then I was like, "All right, well, if I'm getting 10 years either way, I'd rather err on the side I, of I was a little." Like, dude was born in 1885. Crazy. Uh, did you hear? You know how he died? No. Less than six months after he returned from the war. <laughs> in 19, oh, 1945. Right. He went on a hunting trip for pheasants. Okay. <laughs> and he, he banged his head. And he's actually quoted as saying, This is a hell of a way to die. And he, you know, he died from injuries sustained on a hunting trip. For pheasants, <laughs> like twenty days later, it's like Robert Baratheon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you just won World War Two, and you were like the greatest <laughs> military hero yeah. of all time, and you just and died on a hunting trip for pheasants. It must be like how that lawyer felt when yeah, he went like, with Dick Cheney out for a hunting trip and right, got but shot like, in the eye. There was like three other guys in the car with him, and like nobody really sustained any major injuries. <laughs> just happened to be like he bumped his head in the wrong way. That's and- ridiculous. That's that's just ridiculous. That's <laughs> All right. uh, let's move on here. Entertainment. Last category of uh, today's Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Got tons of stuff. Tons of stuff in the entertainment world. So I uh, figured I'd go this. Um, you know, th- th- this is kind of an inside thing at the station here at DirecTV. We, we, whenever we hear this name, we, we kind of make a voice. So I'm going to ask you, uh, what was Eddie Murphy's main character name in The Nutty Professor? Hmm. One of his, one of his finer roles. Yeah, I should know this. Um, you're saying it's one of his finer roles, really? Because to me, this was like the jump shark oh, there's Eddie no Murphy moment. I'm sorry. Did the sarcasm not come through in my okay. voice? Sorry, I was thinking. Not. I not really attention. apologized. I wasn't second. really paying attention to the tone. Right, just like Bill Cosby's finer role as Ghost Dad. Is it Sherman? Sherman. It is Sherman. Yeah. All right. Sherman, Sherman, Sherman. And so there's one scene there. So whenever Richard Sherman makes a play. Oh, okay. You go Sherman, James, Sherman, Paul, and like you'll well, you hear don't have to worry about that for the rest room. of the season. Sherman. Yeah. That, well, that was sad. So that's why I wanted to get the last. Uh, Sherman <laughs> Clump is Eddie Murphy's main character in The Nutty Professor. The Clumps. The became Clumps. another show. and Sure did. Speaking of shows, Nick, did you hear what movie is spinning off a television show? From the franchise produced by Amazon. What movie franchise is spinning off a TV series on Amazon? 
All right. So the TV series will be on Amazon. Yes. And it's part of a movie franchise? Correct. And they'll no, say I didn't see this. It's a big deal. Like, it's probably... Jeez, as, how did I miss this? It's as big a... For the nerds at large that are nerds of this particular thing... Yeah, so it'd be like Star Trek. Right. But that, that's, that but that's scope. Been, but that's been done. Right, like, but it's that scope? Yes. Probably even bigger. So it's a movie franchise. An insanely successful movie franchise. One of the most successful of all time. Wow. Well, the ones that jump out... Harry Potter? You would think. That would be heard huge, of that. right? Yeah. Nope, not Harry Potter. Pirates? But I don't no. care about that. Yeah. I it's... can't imagine there's diehard Pirates fans. Not for a TV show. Oh, is it the Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. That is absolutely correct. So Amazon uh, signed a multi-year... I wish I was into the Lord of the Rings, but for some reason I just I'm can't. I'm not, because Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones, well, G- Game of Thrones blew Lord that of out of the, out That's of what the I'm water. Saying. But even when Lord of the Rings was coming out, like I forced myself to watch the first one. Nope. I fell asleep during the fan. second one. And then the third one... It was good. great. Apparently, won the Academy Award. People yep. loved it, but I just uh, never... not not into it. Just didn't didn't do it. But it's you know for the trivia folks, the trivia fake. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a big one. Do you know what it's going to be called? I don't, and, and nobody even knows what the premise is. It hasn't been announced yet. But they signed a multi year commitment, which is very rare. Usually, a TV network will, uh, you know, I don't have it in front test, of me. But do you know what the, the RR stands for? The JRR or George RR Martin? No, no, he's JRR. Oh, JRR Tolkien. Yeah. No, I don't. No, I don't have it in front of me either. Um, it's it's tough. It's like Ryan Hold. Right? It's not like yeah. It's not something easy. I'm not gonna get that. All right, throw one at me, and then I'll uh, go back at you. Movie taglines. Yep, I love these. Okay, he's not very good looking, but with the lights out, he's still not very good looking. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, don't know. Deuce. Oh, Deuce Bigelow, yeah. male Chickalow. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, I like that one. All right, this is a legit trivia question as opposed to just (laughs) funny nostalgia. Um, And one that I honestly, I got to say, I didn't know the answer to. And I threw in a clue here at the end that I think will give it away. I'm going to take the clue out for you. Okay. Who was nominated for the Best Actress Oscar in 1991, 92, and 94, and finally won it in 96? Now, that's a great question. Now, I say in the question, because I thought it was very hard, the movie... She won it for in '96. Okay, but it's a huge giveaway. Right, right. No, no, I don't want that clue. Boy, I, I don't want the clue, and she's. I, I don't even want to. And I'll say this: one of these movies that she was nominated for got to be in our top five. Got to be all time. It's an all time. It's an all time top five. And I can give you one more clue if you're. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't even really. I mean, I got to start processing this again. 91, 92, 94, 1, and 96. Correct. It's got to be such a limited amount of people that have been nominated four times in, in that range. The fact it doesn't jump out at me right away is bothering me. I feel like I should get this in like a I snap w- of a finger. I did this when I was looking at a list, right? So I was looking at a list and I was like, what? 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 So. It wasn't. It wasn't part of our current repertoire. This was a researched question. A repertoire. Yeah. So we've never <clears> asked it before. <throat> never asked anything about this before. Hmm. So, ninety six best actress. Hmm. 
Man, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. But... All right, so you want the, the clue I was going to give you to see if that helps? Um, it's not the direct. It's a, like an indirect clue. So All right. one of the movies she was nominated for is one of our favorite movies ever. And it helps. Okay. Yeah, now I got it. She won? Yep, you want the movie she won it for? No, no, no. Uh, 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 it's Gina Davis, right? Nope. All right. It's, uh, oh, it's Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Bull Durham. Bull Durham's the movie we she were talking about. She won it for uh, the two, two, two Worlds. Nope. Thelma Louise? She no? was nominated for that. She lost it for that, too. All right, wait, hold on. I got to get what she won it for. Was she nominated for Bull Durham? Yes. Wow, for Best Actress? Mm-hmm. Uh, surprising to me. Oh, she won it for, um, she was at Sean Penn. Dead Man Walking. Dead Man Sean Walking. Penn. Yep. Ah, that's a good one. 96. Oh, I should have got that. Yep, absolutely. So let's see. Uh, just make sure I recap her her uh, awards. So Sarandon Rosina. Uh, oh, that's interesting. She was inducted into the New Jersey Hall of Fame in 2010. Oh, I didn't know she I was from Jersey. New Jersey either. Yeah, yeah. That, that is very, very, very interesting. Um, is she older than her husband? Is she one of those? Uh... Woman who married a much younger guy? Or is that just... Because she's got to be what, uh, 70 now, I, right? I just, I was like, oh my God, my whole question is completely wrong. And I was right. It just, uh, I got the I got the wrong uh, movies. Bull Durham was not, she was not nominated nah, for Bull Durham. That doesn't seem like a... So Thelma and Louise. Right. The Client. I don't remember it. Was that Grisham? It's a Grisham. Okay. Uh, Lorenzo's Oil. I never saw it. That was a hard... One of the most gut wrenching, but my mom made me. It was like one of those where I was She's like, "She's gotten you to more gut wrenching movies." Oh. Well, that's why I don't watch them now. That's why you're like, "Oh no, it's a hard watch." I'm like, "I'm, I'm not sitting there through that. That's for sure." Uh, and then Dead Men Walking. Okay. Um, so she was also nominated for. So that's Atlantic. why I wasn't even thinking. Like Let Lorenzo's Oil, I she was not, that she was nominated for Atlantic City in 1981 for Best Actress too. So she's was, actually uh, had five. Jack Nicholson in that movie? I think he was. I believe so. Oh wait, or is that no? I'm thinking no, of a Burt movie Lancaster. called. I'm thinking of a movie called Marvin Gardens. That, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Burt Lancaster, Susan Sarandon, Kate Reed, Robert Joy, Hollis McLean. Uh, it's a romantic crime film, filmed in 1979, released in France and Germany in 1980, in the United States in 81. So there you go. Atlantic City is among 43. Who films. made it? Does it say directed by? Uh, yes, directed by Louis Mal. Okay. Malet. I don't know. Atlantic City is among 43 films to be nominated for the all Big Five Academy Awards, including Best Picture, uh, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Screenplay. You want to give only... me the most recent to win all five of those? I cannot. I'm sure I if I Silence of the Lambs. No way, really? Yeah. Oh wow! I never would have come up with that. Yeah, Demi won for Director Hopkins. I've never seen Atlantic City. No, no, I didn't realize it was nominated for. She's a young waitress in Atlantic City whose dreams of becoming a blackjack dealer in Monte Carlo. Oh, okay. Because say what? I think I think you could just make that happen. (laughs) Gotta go get a dealer's license. (laughs) This is the movie she just. Yeah, but uh, wow, that's crazy. Uh, Her strange husband returns to her one day with the intention of selling a large amount of cocaine that he had stolen in Philadelphia, and meets an aging former gangster who lives in the apartment building. So it's a right. little drug, uh, you know. I have to give that a look. I mean, I do live. Yeah, let me know. If you watch it, let me know how it is. 
Yeah, those usually never hold up. All right. Uh, anything else you got? Yeah. Not sure how I want to ask this, but I'm going to give it to you in the more difficult version, I think, of what I have. Fine. I think this is a little easier as a bonus, but mm-hmm. can you tell me how many women have hosted the Academy Awards solo? How many women have hosted the Academy Awards solo? Zero. That's wrong. Oh. One? Two? Two. Okay. I know there's been some teams. You want to name them? No. <laughs> so whoopee. You know, I, I figured, but I thought she might have been part of with Steve Martin and... Uh, yeah, she, she did she it did actually a... four times. She was the first. Okay. And then Ellen's done it twice. Okay. There you go. Whoopi and Seemed Ellen. like a low number to me. It's way too low. Yeah. Kidding. When you consider we're in the, what, 100th? Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, it's not that many, but we're getting there. Well, There should be more. I yeah. like Jimmy Kimmel, though. So. Well, he's doing it again this year. Yeah, I, I like him quite a bit. Um, uh, oh, this is a good one. I think you'll get it. I have faith in you. Okay. What actress made her film debut in 1960 in a 1964 Disney film and then won an Oscar for a similar role in 1965? So film debut right. in a 64 Disney movie and then won an Oscar for a similar role in 1965. All right. So there's two things that I'm in between. Uh, drawing a blank on her name. That is brutal. How do I jar this name loose? <laughs> I know it's Mary Poppins. Yes. I, I just can't uh, save the time. What's my name? Uh, Andrews. Julie Andrews. There you go. Yeah, just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't jar that loose. Absolutely. Julie Andrews. So Mary Poppins and then, of course, Sound of Music, what yeah. she wanted for in 1965. Similar role, right? Nanny. Yeah, same job, singing, singing names. You know what I mean? It's a. I I don't think it's a stretch to call that a similar role. All right, um, I'll give you one more before we get out of here. I think we're right right, right up against it. Um, Again, one I fully expect you to get, but I think it's excellent trivia. What role won both Robert De Niro and Marlon Brando in Academy Award? Uh, Corleone. Vito Corleone. That's right. Oh. Godfather's Part One and Two, played by two of the best that ever. There is some tricky th- trivia in there. If you don't know the difference between one and two, and De Niro wasn't in one, and then he plays the young version yes. of uh, Vito, it could trip you up. So yeah. he's, that's what took extra second well, to th- make sure I, I didn't I blow that. I think part of that was why people say it's hard to say that. Godfather Part Two was worse than one, and sometimes people even say it's better because that whole flashback sequence to the start of Vito Corleone was a unique thing that had never really been done before. Because you're looking at in the first movie, his character is fully developed and set up. You know exactly his power play. You know his whole thing. You have no idea how he got to any of that in any way whatsoever. Uh, uh, to me, it's probably one of the greatest arguments. Going where you just which is better one or two and you can't have two without one but is two I think two is so I think two is better but so good but it's like <laughs> it's, but how do you say it's better than one because without it's, one it's, you it's don't really have two not. it's really like they're both equal I mean it's just like it's hard it's a really weird dynamic but they're both so unbelievably enjoyable and that particular set of uh, you know uh, of scenes in two is some of the best stuff out there watching Robert De Niro become Vito Corleone like that's 
Yeah. It, that, I also that, love the conversations that start with like, "What's your favorite movie of all time?" And it's like, "All right, well, we're taking the Godfather off the block off the, because we're right, it's right, easy right, right. enough to say right, right. and and because that's just that. too too easy, too easy, too easy." All right, so that does it for today's Quizzo Trivia podcast, folks. Check us out online, quizotrivia.com, at playquizzo.com on trivia. We also got Instagram and Facebook, quizotrivia.com as well. For Nick, my name is Drew. We will see you next week, everybody. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. It's coming on. It's coming on. It's Hey, laser lips, your mama was a snowblower. Oh, this is your wife. Oh, a lovely lady. Hey, baby, you're all right. You must have been something before electricity, huh? You play ball like a girl! All right, to call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! It looks to me like the best part of you ran down to cracking your mama's and ended up in the ground staying on the mattress. You are a sad, strange little man. Have my pity. Look up idiot in my dictionary. You know what you'll find? Picture me? No. The definition of the word idiot, which you are. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag on useless. Yeah.